everyone welcome to our 31st news roundup this is going from december 26th to january 1st so happy new year everybody hope everyone had a great and safe holiday this podcast is sponsored by mission essential gear your one-stop combat shop home of the fools the tactical handbook for unit leaders available at megearco.com and amazon as well also check out the freelancers a media and research collective dedicated to covering modern conflicts with a soft focus on foreign fighters find them on twitter at cbt freelancers instagram at freelancers blog and their website at freelancers conflict blog.wordpress.com also please consider supporting us on patreon at patreon.com analyze educate we just started that up within the past week so we would greatly appreciate any uh any support you guys are willing to give us um anything would would mean a lot really um that would give us more of an ability to take time out of our days to work on twitter work on the instagram um produce more podcasts you know and just keep gathering information and doing research and all those sorts of things it would also give us more of an ability to bring more people on we're talking writers people to manage our social media people to help us out with our podcast and just continue to grow so um, anything you guys uh, would be willing to provide us, we would greatly appreciate. And again, that's patreon.com slash analyze, educate. And with all that being said, we will hop into the podcast. And first, we're going to start off with a general piece of news. On December 31st, the IFJ released a report on the number of journalists and media workers killed worldwide in 2021. The IFJ is the International Federation of Journalists. In total, the number of journalists and media worker killings around the world was 45 in 2021. That is down from 65 in 2020. The IFJ found 33 of those killings were specifically targeted attacks on their victims. 20 of those killings were in Asia and the Pacific, 10 in the Americas, 8 in Africa, 6 in Europe, and 3 in the Middle East and the, quote, Arab world. The deadliest country for journalists this year, sorry, last year, was unsurprisingly Afghanistan with 9 killings. Also specifically mentioned were Mexico with 8, India with 4, and Pakistan with 3. According to the Federation, 2,721 journalists have been killed since the year 1991. Moving on to the Netherlands, on December 27th, the Royal Netherlands Air Force announced that its fleet of F-35 Joint Strike Fighters were ready for operations, becoming the 12th military service in the world to do so. The service operates the F-35A Lightning II variant of the family and considers its fleet operationally capable if at least four of its aircraft are available for expeditionary taskings for a period of at least three to four months. The country has a total of 24 fighters with 55 trained pilots and 262 maintainers. According to Lockheed Martin, the aircraft's manufacturer, each F-35 contains parts made by Dutch companies with over 25 Dutch suppliers. This positions the Dutch industry to be involved in the production of over 3,000 aircraft over the program's lifetime. Coming on to East Asia, China's Liaoning aircraft carrier strike group returned to its home port of Qingdao after successfully completing a 20-day training deployment, according to the People's Liberation Army Navy. The PLAN, as it's known, is the Naval Force of the People's Liberation Army, PLA, which is widely misconceived to be China's military. 
Technically speaking, China does not officially have a military in the PLA. It serves as the military wing of the Chinese Communist Party, which is, of course, the one only and ruling political party in China. According to Japan's military, Liaoning was spotted along with the frigate Rizhao, destroyers Nanching and Xiamen, and an unknown Type 54, a frigate and an unknown Type 901 replenishment ship west of the Danjiao Islands. Liaoning is a Type 001 aircraft carrier that was commissioned in 2012 in a training role. It was upgraded to operational combat status in 2019. The ship was originally laid down by the Soviet Union as a Kuznetsov-class carrier, but construction was abandoned and sold to China by now independent Ukraine. The PLAN is heavily increasing both operations and the commissioning of new ships. Its role in the Pacific will define the region in the coming years, so we'll be sure to keep an eye on that. On to Myanmar on January 1st, the People's Defense Force, PDF, claimed that it had defeated military forces in Nagu Tong near the town of Dimaso, capturing the area. The PDF is a loosely aligned group of many militias that are loyal to the country's now ousted elected government. The country has been on the brink of civil war since protests against the February 1st military coup turned violent. Myanmar is full of dozens of armed groups fighting against the government right now, the military-run government. So that is an area we will be keeping an eye on as well as things have turned very, very violent. And it is not looking like that violence is going to slow down anytime soon. Moving on to Western Asia and the Middle East. In Pakistan, insurgent activity continues to plague the country, especially in the aftermath of the Taliban takeover in neighboring Afghanistan. On December 31st, the Tariq-e-Taliban Pakistan, otherwise known as the TTP or the Pakistani Taliban, released an infographic where the group claimed a total of 45 separate attacks across the country. The group's actions ramped up drastically after the collapse of the Afghan government in August in which TTP prisoners held inside Afghanistan were released and made their way back across the border into Pakistan. It is worth noting that while the Afghan Taliban and the Pakistani Taliban worked together extensively over the past 20 years, they are indeed separate groups with different priorities. Moving on to Iraq, in multiple statements by security agencies, Iraqi security forces announced that 345 terrorists have been arrested in 2021. Additionally, 3,009 people that were wanted, I'm sorry, that were on a wanted list in accordance with Article 4 of Iraq's anti-terrorism law had been arrested and 490 people had been arrested for involvement in, quote, tribal fights. And with that, we will take a quick break and we'll finish it off with the United States. All right, and we're back to end it with the United States. On December 28th, the city of San Francisco canceled its New Year's fireworks show, citing a local increase in COVID infections as the main reasoning. On the same day, former Democratic Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid passed away at 82 years old. According to his wife, Laundra, the cause of death was pancreatic cancer. 
He served in the Senate from 1987 to 2017. His career in public service spanned almost 50 years, serving as the Lieutenant Governor of Nevada, the representative for Nevada's first district in the House, and holding other state offices before reaching the Senate. The searchlight Nevada-born senator leaves behind his wife and five children. Also on December 28th, legendary NFL Hall of Fame coach and broadcaster John Madden passed away at 85 years old. The NFL did not identify cause of death during their announcement, but did say his death was unexpected. As the head coach of the then Oakland Raiders, Madden gained a record of 103 wins, 32 losses, and 7 ties, one of the best among coaches with over 100 games under their belt. He was also a TV analyst and broadcaster from 1979 to 2009, covering 11 Super Bowls and winning 16 Emmy Awards. Also on December 28th, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin ordered the USS Harry S. Truman Carrier Strike Group to continue operating in the Mediterranean Sea to further ensure our European allies of the United States' regional commitment to security. The Truman was originally set to deploy to the Middle East before this order was issued. Ongoing tensions surrounding NATO and Russia over the troop buildup on the Ukrainian border was not explicitly mentioned. However, speculation leans towards that being the reasoning for this change of deployment. The Naval Strike Group includes the aircraft carrier Truman, Carrier Air Wing 1, and assigned escort ships, and is currently operating in the Ionian Sea between Italy and Greece, according to the fleet tracker run by the U.S. Naval Institute News. On January 1st, the number of Americans hospitalized with COVID-19 surpassed 95,000, the most since September 2021. Also on the 1st, the BBC reported that over 4,400 flights have been canceled on Saturday worldwide, with 2,500 of those flights in the U.S. alone. Over 1,000 of those cancellations were attributed to Chicago's O'Hare and Midway airports alone. Weather issues and staffing difficulties related to the Omicron variant of COVID-19 have been the main causes, according to major airlines. Over 12,000 fights have been canceled in the U.S. since December 24th. And lastly, on January 1st, former Brooklyn Borough President and NYPD Captain Eric Adams was sworn in as the 110th Mayor of New York City. The longtime Democrat also served in the New York State Senate from 2007 to 2013 and follows an eight-year tenure by his fellow Democrat, Bill de Blasio. As a mayor of America's largest city by population, Mayor Adams will have a lot of eyes on him, especially during the opening days of his administration. I want to thank everyone for supporting this podcast. It means a lot to us. You can find this podcast on your favorite apps, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Analyze Educate, all one word. Please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash analyze educate. And that's all I have for you guys this week. We'll see you around.